0: Welcome to the Soulful Summit podcast, a journey to your higher self. I'm your host, Haley Peel, a life coach and pharmacist, where I will help you elevate your self-care, reclaim your energy, and align with your true north. We will chat about holistic living, adventure, raising your energetic vibration, and how to connect with your higher self. Let's dive in. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today's topic is how to develop grit as a pharmacist. So this is a wellness tool that we're going to talk about. So grit, what is it? I can't, so I can't talk about grit without talking about Angela Duckworth's book, Grit, the power of passion and perseverance in the book. She explores the question, why do some people succeed and why do others fail? She says the answer is not talent but grit, which is a combination of passion and perseverance for a singular goal. She also explains that it is possible to grow your grit and how to develop it. So I won't go into the details of her book, but I will add a link in the show notes to the book if you are interested. So why is growing grit important? Growing your grit builds resilience and your inner strength. So when, not not if, but when you get knocked down in pursuit of your goal, whether it's your own personal development journey, whether it's creating a better pharmacy environment for you and your staff, whether it's improving patient safety or patient education, your grittiness factor will help you persevere and achieve your success. So I'm going to share with you my own take on how to grow your grit. So, I like to suggest growing your grit with wild adventures. So, if you've listened to the show at all, you know that I'm passionate about outdoor adventure. And so, growing your grit with wild adventures looks like this it's pushing your physical, mental, and emotional limits in the outdoors. So, when you get outside your comfort zone in the outdoors and push those limits, when you come back, to the world of pharmacy and life, it helps put things in perspective for you. So after one of these wild adventures, I find I'm less inclined to get upset about something not going just perfectly smoothly, because I've been in more difficult situations. So let me give you an example. Several years ago, I spent five weeks in the Indian Himalayas on a mountaineering trip. So I went five weeks without a bathroom, without running water, without any, any conveniences, any modern conveniences. And we carried a 65 plus pound backpack over pretty serious terrain, crossing rivers, forging trails that would, I have to say, put any US trail to shame that I've hiked at least. We camped at altitudes of 8,000 feet all the way up to just under 18,000 feet of elevation, no oxygen. It, it was, it was pretty hard to breathe <laughs> at, that, at that elevation. And all of that happened before the worst day on this trip. So this trip is pretty, or this particular story is pretty, pretty personal, I'd say, but anyways, we were about, I guess we're about 18,000 feet and we were, our trip leaders were looking, we're trying to cross this path, the pass. And we tried the day before, but the the trail that we were going, it didn't, it wasn't the right trail. So we had a backtrack and we're, we're on the glacier. We're roped up um, teams of three and four people. So we're on, on a glacier carrying 65 pound packs. It's pretty steep at this point. This, uh, this mountain pass that we're about to carry. So or hike over it was probably about a 40, to 45 degree incline. And just to give a frame of reference, my, my team was the last one to go over this pass. So we're waiting, we see, you know, we see other people go, one of our friends, like, um, what do you call it? He like, kind of busted through a little bit of a, um, a crevasse. It was like, not, it wasn't, super dangerous or anything at this at this point, but he like he was hiking and then like kind of went down and his backpack kind of caught him. There wasn't a big crevasse. He wasn't any like real immediate danger, but he had to like, push himself up and then keep going. So it was anyways, it, it was an intense environment. And everybody on the trip had had stomach issues, but me to up into this point. And I'd already gone to the bathroom that day. And so we start hiking up and I'm leading my rope team and I'm about halfway up. And then the the call of nature happens. Like I have to go to the bathroom and it's pretty immediate. Well, you're on this like 45 degree incline. I've got and that day. I have to say like my pack was way, it was more than 65 pounds, like all of the group gear for whatever they decided to give me to carry that day. So my pack was probably close to 70, if not more. Um, that day. And so the pressure of the pack and just having to go to the bathroom, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, is this, I, I, you know, I'm halfway up this mountain. There's nowhere to like, you're completely exposed. There's nowhere to go. There's two people behind me on my rope team. And I had to, I crapped my pants. Like this is like, this is happening to make matters worse. I had on white pants. My mountaineering pants were white. They were on sale. That I got here before, and yes, that's there's a reason the white pants were on sale. Just saying, but yeah, so I'm you know there's a picture of me as I'm like getting to the top of this or what what we thought was the top of the pass. Later, it I quickly found out that they're like ah oh, just kidding, this is a false summit, and it was like you've got to be kidding me. And so I did what I you know do what I can to clean myself up, but it was just you know it happened, and so then we finally. I don't know how long it took us. We we do find the actual pass. We, we come over the pass. We celebrate. We're excited. And then we start hiking down on the glacier still. Well, I slip and fall. And I have to like, you know, with my 70-pound pack, I like turn over and I have to self-arrest. And ugh, it was just – and the day just like never ended. I mean, I could go on and, and tell more details, but it was like we had to – we couldn't – like on this glacier, it wasn't just like like I said a regular trail. There were miles of moraine after we got off the glacier, which is like big bouldery rocks, and it's like very difficult, uneven terrain. There's not a clear path. But we just know we have to keep moving forward, and it was like miles of this. And so I'm like, where are we like we couldn't find, like where are we going to camp? And then at some point we had to like set up a pulley and like haul our packs down. Like it was too, and then we kind of rappelled down this one thing and. The guys, like when they were hauling my pack, they're like, man, your pack is really heavy. I'm like, yeah, no, no joke. Like I was really, it was just like a buildup of all these things and I just, my emotions got to me and we got to a point, I think somebody, there were other things that happened. I won't go into more detail, but somebody asked me, they're like, I'm like fighting back tears. Cause I'm just like, really, I'm over it. We haven't found a place to camp yet. I'm exhausted. I crapped my pants It was just one thing after the other. And one of the guys was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. And I just started crying. It was just, it was, it was a tough experience. Okay. Like it was, it was tough, but all that to say, and I'm not saying you have to like, you don't have to go to the Himalayas and backpack and have these, you know, these ridiculous experiences to have a a change in perspective or build your grit and expand your comfort zone. Although I highly recommend it. It was awesome, but when you do this, like when you have when you make your own list of wild adventures, maybe it's going on a long hike, or maybe it's you know doing a solo weekend camping getaway, or just a, a getaway by yourself if you've never done something like that before. When you have these wild adventures, when you get outside your comfort zone, when you come back to your life, when you come back to the pharmacy, the frustrating coworker, the rude patient the rude physician, or, you know, in the hospital that I, I work out, occasionally, the tubes are like always down, or the nurse is calling again for the missing medication, even though you've sent her the medication, you know, five times before. The thing is, like, when these things happen, your nervous system has actually survived or has survived more challenging and stressful experiences, experiences. So these stressors, these daily stressors, they don't bother you as much. This is a real phenomenon. Like I whenever I do whenever I feel myself getting more, like easily stressed, and I'm not doing my, you know, daily meditation or or things like that, or, or work is getting to be too much, I can go on a wild adventure locally, or I can plan one. And I come back and it's like a it's a it's a system reset. And the thing is, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like doing something like that, it gives you perspective. And so that you can really say or really kind of create that space where, you know, the rude coworker, the tubes being down, it's not that big of a deal. It can feel like it, but it's really not that big of a deal. At least you're not like at 18,000 feet and like craft your pants, like just saying, but these wild adventures, they give you perspective, they create space, they grow your grit. And, you know, the other big aspect of growing grit, from my experience, anyways, is knowing your why. So Simon Sinek, he says that everyone knows what they do. Most people know how to do what they do. Very few people know why they do what they do. So know your why. I do have an episode, episode one on the podcast, how to find your why one key question to help you find your purpose that you can check out. And it takes you through this process of like a journaling process, but finding your why or your purpose, it helps create alignment in all areas of your life. Our why is more than a result, like buying a car or making money or crossing the finish line. Our why is a belief or purpose. Our why helps us get out of bed in the morning and energizes us to move through challenges. Essentially, it grows our grit. So to recap, find your wild adventure and find your why. Those will help you grow your grit. Okay, that is all I have for you today. Remember to hike more, worry less, and I will talk to you soon. As a busy woman in the corporate world, I experienced success in the traditional sense. A good job, a house, friends, and family, my dog Fitzroy. I had a lot to be grateful for. Yet something still felt off. I felt like I was just going through the motions without any real sense of purpose or fulfillment. I struggled to find work life balance. I felt like I was always on the go, juggling multiple responsibilities. I had lost touch with who i really am and what truly makes me happy i was living on autopilot what do you do if you feel overwhelmed and exhausted all the time like you're constantly running on empty what do you do if you can't seem to switch off and just relax even when you do have downtime your mind is still racing with work and family worries if you feel this way you're not alone and this is completely normal It's why I designed a quiz to help busy, successful career women in their thirties and forties who feel their life force is being drained, prioritize their self-care and reclaim their energy by knowing their unique self-care style. When you finish the quiz, you get your tailor-made results sent directly to your inbox. Just click the link in the podcast show notes to take your free quiz to find out what is your unique self-care style.